Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode and another week. Um, this week, we are continuing on with last week's episode, part two of How Well Do You Know Your Partner, uh, featuring none other than everyone's favorite um, couple, Q and I. So anyway, with that being said, I'm Q. And I'm A. And this is Q and A. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. We're continuing right on with our uh, How Well Do You Know Your Partner test from Psychology Today. Picking right back up with question number 13. So I'll just read it right now to get it started. What is a personality trait your partner dislikes about themselves and that they share with a parent? Kai, are you guessing mine first or am I guessing yours first? Uh, why don't you guess mine first? All right. Yours, in my opinion... And like I've thought this forever, uh, you could be get stubborn and hot-headed over stupid shit, and I think your dad does the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like like that's the one similarity I see between you guys. You're so similar in that respect. Yeah, yeah, we're both very. <laughs> uh, you definitely get the point on that one. We're both very much like that. We both uh, very stubborn. We're both very uh, can be hot-headed yes. at times about certain things. I love you and your dad, but I'm telling you, we man, are... sometimes you have parallel moments like that. I'm like, yo, I oh, totally God. see we, it. <laughs> we're exactly the same. Uh, there will be ten, even outside of that. There, are, there are so many times where me and Christina are over my parents' house and we're talking, and uh, we're just listening to them have a conversation, uh-huh. and we'll have had the exact same conversation. What is your mom and like, your dad? Yep, the night before. <laughs> What? That's weird. It's so odd, but yeah, hundred percent. Me and my dad are very, very similar like that. Uh, and yeah, that is one thing that I, w- I would agree with. Wow. Hmm. That's crazy. So what's mine, Kyle? I think mine is so easy. I actually mentioned it the other day at uh, at Walmart when we were walking around. Uh, I would go for. Oh God. Now you now you got me thinking. But I I think yours is your. In a way, let me see how to word this. Obliviousness. Uh. Be more specific. You're on the right track. I'm trying to think of the exact way to word it because you do it all the time. Uh, you don't listen very well. Yes. You are a horrendous uh-huh. listener to the yeah. point. You also don't remember anything yes. anyone yep. says. Mm-hmm. You tell me and Christina the same story like every time. For example, <laughs> there's this one, <laughs> very morbid, but there's this one like rest stop that has mcdonald's on it yeah. i don't even remember what road it's on but it's off of 87, off of 87 southbound 87 every time we pass it without fail you will tell us that's where that woman killed her whole family she got on the highway backwards yep uh, i think she was on <laughs> drugs and like so i'm not entirely positive but there's this huge story from like way way back but like it's like it's not that i forgot I, in the beginning, yes, I forgot I told you that, but like now it's every just like time. every time we pass by it, I'm like, it's just so creepy that it happened right there to me. That or the book Atomic Habits. Anytime I, you see it in the store, oh, this is a great book. I you guys love, should read this book. I love Atomic Habits. Go out and buy a copy in your local bookstore. Or another thing is, uh, but who is it, Kyle? You will, but who 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 am I? Oh, it's your dad. Oh, it's hands down my yeah. dad. Oh my God! I say yeah, I always that's one say thing that you always I get some of the say. worst traits from that man. I got my OCD from that man. I got my uh, kind of like my attention deficit thing that I got going on from that man. Oh, it's so bad. But I have to say though, unlike my dad, I do have like a pretty good ability to focus on shit when it matters. Like okay, school when it matters, yeah, and other stuff like that. I'm pretty focused. 
compared to other people. But sometimes when it comes to just doing stuff, like especially if I'm tired, I'm horrible at paying attention. The just, worst focuser I know when it comes to stuff like that. I play a yeah. board game with this guy or oh, any I can't kind of do card it. game. I can't he has do no it. idea when it's his turn ever god forbid i have god to read directions forbid, <laughs> or god forbid there's a tv on in the background even with no sound this man is just unable to focus on so it so spot on i know 100 percent oh god that i'm trying the amount of times that me me or christina will say something yeah and then like weeks or like a month later or whatever you're like oh yeah you know it's just like my mom or sister said and then say the exact same thing and we're like steven we also said that at like the exact same time. I know, I know. No I, recollection. I'm doing my best to fix that because I definitely don't want to do what I see my dad do. Or the worst is, God forbid, you're texting when anyone's trying to talk Dude, to I can't, you. I'm not multi-talented no. like that. I can't do both. No. I have to do one or the other, and that pisses people off either way. So. Yep, so I think we both get the yeah. point on this one. I think so, too. You want to read number 14? Yep. Of all the ways there are to die, which does your partner fear the most? Oh, I feel like we've had this conversation. So I'll go I think first. I know I'll yours. answer for you. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me think for a second. Um, I know. I know. Alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell the audience I'm sad and lonely. <laughs> no. Um, but, well, well, it is kind of dying alone, but I've always mentioned dying alone in a certain like situation. Huh. Hmm. I, I, I've definitely said, I've, I say this to everybody. I'm sure you have, but for some reason I can't really remember. There's one true fear I have. Like, there's multiple ways I don't want to die, but there's one that I preface more often than not, so I'm going with that one. It's being, like, sick in a hospital. What? No. No, damn. (laughs) My other one was burning alive. Oh, my God. That is so true. I think about that sometimes, like, if a building was burning down, Mm -hmm. would I stay or would I jump? I don't know. Depends. Yeah. I think it would depend. I mean, I would 100% rather jump out of a building. My God, you just told me yours. I didn't tell you which one I wouldn't. Wait, didn't you just say that's what your biggest fear was? No. Oh, it's not? Okay. No, I said that if there were, I was in a building that was burning down, uh, I would rather jump than oh, than burn to death. I don't know. No, I mean, I said I would have said fire for yours. That was my second guess. Oh, oh that's what you said. For you okay. burning to death. Okay. So, Those are my guesses. My All right, so my fear. Wait, 13? Yeah, wait. Was that third? Oh, no, 14. Of all the way, which do I fear the most? I fear going on a plane alone and mm-hmm. there being a plane issue and then me just dying. So every I don't time, think we've ever talked about we that. We have because every time I say I want to go somewhere, I'm going on a plane or whatever, I'm like, I just need someone to go on the plane with me because I'll feel mm-hmm. a lot better if someone else I know dies with me. It's fucked up. But I'm like, no, that's fair. I just I want someone that. else to be going down with me because it, it would be so sad to feel like you're on this plane and you can't say goodbye to anybody so i guess it's almost comforting knowing that you like have a relationship with whoever you are with on the plane whether it's a friend or your wife or your mom or dad you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. then and then you just perish together but it'd be sad if you're on a plane alone you never return almost like the uh that move the thing they just came out with uh on netflix about that plane that disappeared the malaysian airlines oh no no the actual show. yeah 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 the malaysian airlines flight that just disappeared they believe like the guy just went south and crashed in the ocean but i couldn't imagine if i was on that plane alone and like that was it you right. know I mean? yeah so that's probably my biggest fear of dying but there's a lot of scary ways to die i knew alone was part of it 
Well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. You're a half on try. We give you point five points. I get point five. <laughs> All right. What about for me? You, Kyle? I'm almost positive. I don't know why this came to me, but I, I feel like being buried alive was yours, and I don't know why. I just feel like that's like what I remember. No, it's not. No, I actually wouldn't mind that. What the fuck? What a no, sick, what a, what a sick man. We all know I'd enjoy it, but out of all the ways to go, that one is not the not up there with me. Just because I don't mind tight spaces. So I feel like I, it wouldn't have that same effect that does like someone with like claustrophobia. I don't know, Kyle. If you think you're going to actually die being buried alive. Yeah, but I mean, you kind of know what's happening. You know what I mean? I guess. kind of know right, I'm dying now. I, I think for me, the number one way I don't want to go is getting like Alzheimer's or dementia and having to live out the rest of my days not not knowing what's going on around me or who anyone is or what the current time Mm -hmm. line is or going in and out of reality. I don't think I would have ever got that. It's just such a strange thing that I have, but that is my number one way I would not want to go is have just no idea was going on. I'm gonna remember that my loved now. ones and friends. Yeah, that um, would be kind of sad. That that's always been my number one, and it's not, and it's more of a mental thing than like thinking like a physically like, because yeah, physically burning to death or drowning is terrible. Yeah, well, I was but thinking this is, like, drowning, the mentally burning. taxing thing of like, yeah, you don't, but I guess you don't really fully understand either. But yeah, you wouldn't you be have aware. Those moments of lucidity where you're like, oh, I know who this person is, and then an hour later you're like. Were you? Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like because your brain controls your only reality, so like it would you wouldn't even really be able to process that. But some people with Alzheimer's, I think, do when they come out of it for a smidge, they like get sad about it, you know, because mm. they are they're aware. I guess me and you are kind of similar in that respect of like because me on a plane is also a little bit deeper reasoning than just dying on a plane, mm-hmm. you know, because dying in a fire or drowning is a lot more scary than either of the things we said. Yep. Yeah. All right. So number fifteen. What type of music does your partner secretly like and what's a musical taste that they or what's a musical taste they have that most people wouldn't know they enjoy? Now this one Do we want to make this one a two point question since we did skip one last time? Um, we can, I feel like you're very positive in this and that's really I think this is my chance to get, get ahead. Oh no, we can make another one. There's another two parter later. We can oh, do this it with is that two, one. Oh, this is two parts? Yeah, I just figure since we because the scoring at the bottom goes based on twenty one questions and we skipped one, so we should make one a two parter. Well, I think fifteen. What? Uh, there. It's kind of the same question asked twice. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we'll do this as a one pointer. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to answer first? Yeah, I think I will. Um. I don't know. You know, like in in recent years. Now, this is like a recent development. I think is that you have this tendency to kind of lately sway towards country a little bit where like there's it's not like a huge thing to you but like i don't think most people see you as like liking country music but you do like certain things like sand in my boots by luke bryan or whatever uh the morgan wallen the one song like, I that's like morgan by wallen. him that's morgan wallen oh, the damn. one song i like by that guy but yeah yeah you like that like there's a few select country so because i think most people know your music like you like some pop music that's not a secret to people like you like like pop punk and something like that's not secret but i'd say country music's pretty on the down low but occasionally we'll be in your car and you just got a random country song pop on <laughs> where mm-hmm. you're like or i'll be listening to my country playlist so yeah you're, yeah, yeah. you're right on that yes. uh, luke bryan's last album was a masterpiece 
Oh yeah, it's, you uh, do like Luke Bryan. Yeah, love that one. Yeah, I love Luke Bryan. Um, but yeah, country. So that's been a recent development in the past two to three years or so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I don't think people. Yeah, you know, I think people mostly associate me with like pop punk, punk, and like metal genres. Yeah. Um, so I think that answers pretty much both of those spot on. Yeah, I agree. For me, Kyle, I want you to not focus so much on what I secretly like. It's I don't think anything's a secret between us, but no. focus more so on like what's a music taste that most people would find out I have that would be a shock to them. So that one's Well, easy. I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to answer both. I think that cuz it's not a secret to me, but I think you secretly liking EDM I feel like that's a genre that you really like. That's not my answer for the whole question, but I think mm-hmm. it's a genre genre that you secretly like that you're not the most public about. To oh, that's everyone. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I guess I don't really. Yeah, I don't really make that like. Yeah, too, yeah. But metalcore is the the one that people wouldn't picture you being a fan of. Yeah, because you I are, think... and I don't mean anything bad by this at all, but you are <laughs> not the target demographic Dude, I'm so for cuddly. the metalcore genre. You don't look like you would listen to that at all. Uh, I guess neither do I. In no, but you, more ways. so you than me, I think. Oh, yeah. Mostly because yeah. of my fashion and like, yeah, yeah, what I wear. Way, yeah. But you, on the other hand, I always feel the two of us look so out of place when we go see certain shows. Well, yeah, because we're both functioning looking adults now that like music that a lot of people like that don't do anything in their life like. Oh, yeah. I but, mean, but I, that it, last Falling in Reverse show that we went to. At Toad's Place? At, yeah, Toad's Place uh, in Connecticut. I felt so out of place and weird. weird. There's a lot of weird people. Yeah. yeah. Very That's odd crap. I love, I love our music. I love listening to our music. But, like, I never vibe with the people a lot anymore. No. You know? And I never used to honestly vibe with them at all. Like, I've always been. I was more of a dork back then. But I went from being, like, dweeby and liking that music in high school to now I feel like I look like too clean cut and put together to like that music. One of my favorite stories and concert experiences with you is when we saw that band otherwise at, um, oh, at, the, loft? at the loft after the block party oh my and you God. were in like no. white shorts. You looked like a kid going to like the yacht club. You had like a nice polo shirt on. No, I don't think it was a polo. I think I had that like that almost it was blue and white striped yes. V-neck. Yes, like it, it looked like a Bodie shirt. To yeah. Me. yeah, you looked like you looked like a model for like Vineyard Vines, and we were up in this venue, the loft in Poughkeepsie, <laughs> which is like the slums of the city of Poughkeepsie. It's, it's an attic above an actually decent music venue. Yeah, but it's the attic, and it's this alternative rock band. Everyone else is there dressed normally for a concert. Why did I come like that? And then like there that? was Steven in like nice shoes and like a nice little Bodie outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like my mother dressed me like have fun at the otherwise concert. <laughs> I was like asking to be robbed and beaten. <laughs> Legitimately, yes. Especially for the oh city my, of Poughkeepsie. Oh my god, I don't understand why I came like that. All right. So yeah, I think we got a point on that one. Yep. All right, so I guess the next one, uh, what does your partner typically look forward to most about the weekend? Um, I would say for for Kyle, and we we might I say for Kyle, I think it's just honestly relaxing. Like you just like to relax and hang out and do nothing sometimes a lot of times. Oh yeah, those are my favorite weekends. Yeah. Spot on. I love having those weekends where I just sit home don't do anything you and christina had that that you were marathoning that one ep show i called you one day you're like we're watching this show the whole day oh there's the blacklist the it blacklist was it was was it yesterday no it was like a weekend ago or so oh no. yeah well we did that yesterday oh too. you did yeah 
Yeah. That's so crazy. See, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I can't sit I still. Think, well, let me let me give my answer before you give anything. Yeah, I don't away. want to go too deep. Yeah. But mine, I feel like I'm gonna like give some leniency on this one, depending on what you say. Well, for for you, you don't have like. I think for you, it's mostly like not work, like not going to work and being able to do your stuff at like the gym and whatever, like your leisure activities. Mm -hmm. Like we have, we both like the idea of not going to work on the weekend. Obviously who doesn't, (laughs) but my idea is like relaxing and staying at home. Whereas you look forward to the weekend and going out, going to the gym. You like going to like the bars more. Yeah. Like I like going to like a chill bar. You like going to like the bars where you can go out and like party more. Yeah. But even so, I don't really do that that often. You know what I mean? No. I know I know I messed up hardcore no. the other weekend oh, yeah. on St. Paddy's Day. I was like obliterated and a half. But I um. But what, you know, I think for you, it's more just being able to do like the things that you, you do. enjoy without having to worry about work for those two days. No, it's true. And you know, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I think you get the point on that one, Kyle, because I do enjoy. So unlike Kyle, I can't just sit inside all day. That is like that would kill me. But I do like to like watch tv take my time i like wake up at breakfast like i hit the gym go for like a walk somewhere go, yeah you could go when it's nicer i usually walk or go for a run sometimes i do both the gym and then a run but because i'm psychotic but i i also enjoy like you know even just going to the grocery store like feeling like i'm not in a rush to do anything like i just like do the stuff i do in my day and just relax you know even doing laundry on a friday night if i have nothing going on just sit in there and either maybe sometimes I grade, but lately I like, I'll do laundry. I'll just watch TV and I'll just hang out. But when I first got my job, I didn't relax at all. I felt like I did work constantly still. And now that like I've been doing it for three years or so, I've been a lot more easy on myself. And like, I like still get everything done while like having a life. And I would say I have more of a life now, despite having a million obligations that I'm a part of, um, whether it's like tutoring sports, like, other things i feel like i have more of a life now even with all that going on than i ever did ever in my entire life even in high school you know mm-hmm. but yeah i would say kyle hit the nail on the head just kind of doing my stuff without like school putting the restriction on the time you have in the day to get stuff done without the expectation of work and everything looming over your head for those days yep, or the emotional turmoil my students put me in every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what's the next right. you want to read the next one kyle Yep. So who is someone your partner considers to be a mentor or who has a strong positive influence on their professional development? Hmm. That is interesting. That's a hard one. I think for both of us. I think for you, I think it's your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say mom. I think you would consider your mom as like your life mentor. Yeah, if we're going in that direction, yeah, like, I would say my mom was my life mentor. I don't know if either of us really necessarily, and it might be, like, a spoiler for me, I don't know if either of us generally have someone that like we're, a professional like, a professional mentor. mentor that we're that close to that we'd be, like that they, we would attribute like, things to. Yeah, like, they, like, altered our life yeah. in a way. Yeah, so that question's kind of hard. You know what I mean? So I was focusing more on, like, the, like, kind of, like, life, life mentor spot. Yeah, I would definitely say it was my mom, for sure. My mom's taught me, like, so many things. Uh, I know I like don't hold a flame to the shit my mom does, you know what I mean? But, but like she did teach me how to like, like, you know, do my best. You don't always have to like stress. Like she helped me kind of navigate like life and God, if I didn't have her, I don't know how I'd figure everything out. Like I'd be so overwhelmed, you know, but she's like one of those people like 
that, you know, one day when she's gone, I, I question how I'll be able to survive. Even if, even if I'm 50 years old, I'll sit there and I'll be like, I don't know what I'm going to do without my mom. Dude, I don't know what you're going to do. I know. But like, I do stuff on my own. Like, you know what I mean? I do like live on my own laundry, groceries, everything. Like I, I haven't figured out the cooking thing yet, but, but at the same time, like I can do stuff, but I think it's just comforting to have someone who you feel knows how to do it. But I yeah. think you ask most adults and they've just learned over their life. And a lot of them feel like they still don't know what they're doing. I think that's a human thing. You think you're going to get it one day and you never do, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. So for me, definitely my mom has been my biggest supporter in all respects. Um, Kyle, for you, see, this is kind of hard. I wouldn't necessarily say it's either of your parents, um, but I know in the, like, when we were talking about your grandpa, like, several, I think you aspire to be successful for him. Um, so I would say even though, he, you know, he's been gone for quite some time and you were a kid, you know, I feel like he still, um, the thought of him inspires you to do well. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's a big one for me. Uh, my parents as well. Um, They've always supported you, but different like differently reasons and like, you know, different things like that. But yeah, no, definitely my grandpa. Um, a lot of times I'm doing things. I'm like, a lot of times in the back of my mind is like, I hope he's proud of that. Yeah. And I hope he's proud of what I'm doing. So that's definitely uh, my number one. Probably my parents are very close, very, very close. Second, again, different reasons for each of them they're both very hard workers Mm -hmm. you know hopefully i'm as hard of a worker i like to think i am you're a very hard worker Uh, what the hell are you talking about i'm a workaholic it is a problem within your profession you're a hard worker at at home (laughs) christina might say something else well steven that's uh you know i think i work hard enough at the job i i deserve to come home and relax kyle's making the bread so there is bread at home exactly now i need to just buy a bread maker Oh, yes. Question 18. How did your partner spend their summers as a child? All right. You want me to answer first? Oh, mine's so easy. Well, this guy here, to this day, still, once a year, goes on vacation to Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh-huh. Every summer, family vacation. Yes. Uh, outside of that, various different you know summer camps, whether it be the daycare that we went to, mm-hmm. all sport. Uh, you did the like travel adventure camp or something like that that time. Yeah. So a lot of things like that. That's true. No, that's spot on, Kyle. Yeah. So Wildwood, every year since I've been alive on this planet, this summer will be my 27th Mecca to the Jersey Shore. Uh, But, you know, we all have a good time. I say, you know, you don't have to invite me anymore, but, like, my parents are, like, fine with it. So me and my sister still go. And Uh, you never get bored of it, huh? No, it's totally fine. Like, would I be down to go other places when I have my own family and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, I don't need to go to the Jersey Shore, but... Honestly, we might, depending on what my wife does or the time we have, carry on the tradition, and then we would just pay to have our family go, and we meet my parents there, you know, and do something like that, like a joint thing. We'll have to see, you know, but ideally, like, you form your own traditions with your own family, but, but yeah, I love, it's just nice. You're so used to it, so you kind of look forward to it every year, but I get what you're saying. It does get monotonous sometimes. Um, and then summer camp, yeah, given, and speaking of summer camps, I would say me and Kyle's childhood in terms of summer was very synonymous. We both did Cinnamon Tree Summer Camp. We go to Red Wing. We go to Fishkill Bowl. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
what else we do? South Hills Mall movie theater some days, I yep. think. Yep, the Sprinkler long. Day. Do you remember? Sprinkler Day. I don't <laughs> do you think remember? they called it thing. They Dude. called it Water Fun Day. They called it Water Fun Day. Shit you not, for all you listening. It was a single sprinkler, and occasionally they turned the hose on <laughs> and just hose you down. <laughs> and it wasn't even like a cool, like... Like they have these days, like the cool sprinklers, that like shoot in circles. Yeah, no, it was no. just the one that just went waves back, back and forth. And forth. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine like twenty sprinkler hungry children, and then that's all you got is like a lame ass sprinkler. And occasionally and then... they would fill up the water balloons. You do like the water balloon toss. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that was kind of fun. That was fun, but yeah, that sprinkler. Looking back on it, it was literally just. A we're in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they ran out of stuff to give us during the week. My parents should have totally questioned how much money they spent on that day. Oh my god! That but, uh, and, uh, oh, and then bike, bike day. day. I bike day. That was always the most fun. But it was I don't know what it was. Just a circle in the it parking was a lot. You would just drive a bike around. But I'm gonna be honest. When I got like when we were older, like we were like nine, like upper end of the spectrum there. I feel like such a badass with my big boy bike. Oh, like yeah, pull up on bike day training wheels just yeah. get out of here kids you no know, i know pull up on bike day with my big rig <laughs> 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 yeah no one was messing with me on bike day uh but i love that that and um and then we did all sport camp we did all sport camp for quite a few years and we had yeah and that was always fun was and we time. did like i think there were like we did there was like all these activities we did there was a talent show we had swimming yeah. lessons well, that was always annoying because that was weird. It was swimming lessons in the morning, and then and when then the pool again later. swim later, you had to get changed. It was weird. It was very strange because the lessons were that you didn't really learn much because we had already done swimming lessons. Yeah, in order to even swim, you had a nice... you needed to pass the swimming test on the first day, and you would uh, have to wear a wristband that you couldn't take off throughout the week. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those ones. It was just on you. Uh huh. And it was either green or red. And if it was red, you couldn't go into the deep end. Oh, my God. What what an embarrassing thing if that happened. That never happened to us. No. No, but, we were always good swimmers. Yeah, so we, we basically did these summer camps together, like, throughout our childhood. And then, um, what is it? I would say, Kyle, you also occasionally go on vacation with your family. Whether it was You went to Disney a few oh, times, yeah, we I remember. Went, no, I we went to Disney once. It was only when we were a kid. I think it felt that was like a lot, school but year. But we... You did Wildwood a few times as well. You went to oh, South yeah. Carolina to your rich uh relatives house yep on the lake yeah we would do we went on vacation every year but we changed it up where we go yeah they're not uh, like we us ashley's new, <laughs> we went to new hampshire i think like three or three maybe four times really in a row. i yeah. don't know if i knew that one yeah it was always fun um uh, but yeah we always changed it up um things like that concerts here and there wherever mm-hmm. they would come up in the summer true. is always concert season, mm-hmm. Saratoga, things like that. Yeah, you did go there. But, yeah, that was uh, definitely my summers. Yeah, summer camp was always a good time. Oh, my God, that was so that much cinnamon fun. Cinnamon Tree Playground. We remember we'd throw um, rocks, at bees. rocks and stuff at bees yep. and, and then... kick. They had this tunnel on the playground that uh, had – it was always closed because the bottom was always cracked. Why did they – it was literally – I'm not even lying to you, a hole in the bridge. There's well, they little would, children. I think the kids would just break it because I do remember they would fix it and it would be open for a while and it would break again. Yeah. But there was also in the little – in one of the parts of that, there's like a little hole. They had little holes where I think and bolts were supposed go, to go. Yeah, the bolts were supposed to go in there. And they were, but they weren't like capped off so the bees would get in. Yeah. And us being ge- the geniuses that we were – would kick the tunnel until the bees flew out and we'd go down the slide. And then your ass got stung one day, you cried. Yep, you got I got stung right away. on the ass. 
and then you <laughs> then he got walked back inside. Yeah, yeah, it hurt. <laughs> Wasn't so tough anymore when pushed no. him to shove. And then later that day or the day after, I was at my grandparents' house and I sat down and I sat on a bee and got stung in the same exact spot. Oh my god, what are the odds of that? Almost none. Yeah. So that'll bring us to the next question. I think we both got a point in that one. Yeah. What are your partner's favorite and least favorite aspects of their work? Do you want to go first or me? You can answer it first. All right. Your favorite and least favorite aspects. So I know. So Kyle's in HR. So it's ironic. You know, he's in the, the world of dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Yet mm-hmm. some of his least favorite parts of his day I was there interacting with other people. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's like people like it's employment related stuff where like people don't do what they're supposed to do. And it like drives Kyle nuts or they're they're They like just people being dumb or occasionally it's like sometimes people you work with like that you disagree with. uh, And, you know, because Kyle, you know, does does the right thing but not everyone always does the right thing or people think they know what's best and they don't and i think kyle feels like their ignorance like just pisses them off mm-hmm. you know so i think it's kind of um a mix of those things it's mainly like annoying people interactions with people who don't think before they act many times oh god yeah absolutely yeah. um i will say everyone in my direct department that i work with is fantastic yes he speaks Love very of highly of everybody all in the great. department yeah but yeah 100 percent. there's a handful of people <laughs> um that i can disagree with and i like to think i'm a pretty agreeable guy yeah, yeah but really the biggest one like you said is all like the incoming like applicants that we're hiring all of them it's it's a trend this past year or two that just no one does what they're supposed to do we they're coming from things. from our education system, Kyle. Stephen, it's terrible. We outline <laughs> things as on the phone, and also in an email that literally breaks down step by step. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. You need this, 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 and this. Here's the next steps. This, this, and this. No one. It is so rare that we have anyone actually do all this without having to either be reminded or just straight up forgetting about these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And, or the best is when you tell someone, I'm going to be sending you an email and then you never hear from them. Days go by and you contact them. I never got it. Check your spam. Oh, oh my, it was in my spam oh this whole time. <laughs> oh, I'm like, God. no, not funny. Check your damn email. You knew you were expecting an email. I shouldn't have to call you or no one should have to call you to remind you, check your spam. And if you don't get it, they should have emailed you being like, I don't see it. Be or accountable for just yourself. Just call me back. You have yeah. my number. Call me like. Hey, I thought I was supposed to get this email. Nope. One guy we had went an entire month and just showed up to orientation having done no screenings, having done nothing, absolutely nothing. And this guy showed up to start and we were like, we haven't heard from you in over a month. That's nutso. And he's just like, oh, I just found it this weekend, went to my spam. And we're like, well, you you didn't think to check your mm-hmm. spam or call he's like oh well no one texted me we're like well we're not going to text you we emailed you uh-huh. it, wild but yes 100 right um and Kyle, i didn't say your favorite you part. did not say my favorite yet i would say likewise the favorite part about your job are the people you work with the people you work directly with i feel like you got very lucky your department sounds super great like all the time and like 
you know, you have good relationships with them and they have a lot of belief in your abilities and they support you a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, they give you a lot of um, accountability there, like good accountability, like they like, you know, allow you to do a lot of things. So, you know, I feel like the people and definitely and definitely the opportun- future opportunities probably presented to you by, by working there. Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I'll give you the point on this. Um, I will also add to my favorite parts is I love doing like data driven things Mm -hmm. and that is something I get to do a lot. I keep a lot of like data and statistics. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh, that's, that's one I absolutely love doing, but yeah, all the people are just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a great department to work in. Uh, yeah, everyone's awesome. You hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah, I'd say the peop the quality of the people is often more important than the job itself in terms of how happy you are mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. For you when you say your favorite is I feel like there's a du- double edged sword here. It is. is yeah. Uh I do feel like the fa- your favorite part is just the fact that you get to teach chemistry to the kids and interacting with the kids. Yes. Um as much as they might piss you off uh-huh. frequently. I do think you genu- genuinely enjoy teaching the children. I do. Yeah, that's my um, favorite. I would think your least favorite. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's kind of twofold here. One, I think it's certain kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is also the kids. He I loves children. Think, he also hates children. <laughs> yeah. I also think it's... Um, I don't know if it's as much of a thing as it was now. I remember when you first started having to prep all the different classes but i think oh, that was that just the one year that that was like growing a pretty rough yeah. year mm-hmm. um it was like the first year yes but that sounded more like just a growing pains type thing yeah i think i think it's dealing with the like the more rough around the edges kids and the parents that can be a little yeah iffy sometimes no i think you hit the nail on the head kyle like that one is that's why i was like it's a double-edged sword because my favorite part of my job is like when I got my job being a teacher, I, I felt like I loved it because I could talk about chemistry, which I love chemistry. And then I also love talking to people. And so being a teacher and being able to like interact with my students, you know, and um, and listening to what they have to say sometimes or like because they say funny stuff sometimes. Like it's so interesting communicating with them. And then other times like you, you have those moments where you inspire kids and that's few and far between, but that's always nice. You know, like some, some kids, like it might be one in 100 kids, but like, you're really like someone that you could tell they look up to, like they really, you know, admire you. And that's always a nice feeling. Um, and so that's what I like so much is the job itself is very intrinsic. Like, yeah, I get paid for it, but I feel like I take a lot of value away. That's non-monetary. Um, and then, my least favorite part, as Kyle says, also the kids. <laughs> In short, because, you know, honestly, I love all my coworkers. I have so many great coworkers where I work, um, and I love the school culture. Uh, but, you know, the kids themselves these days are just so lack of accountability. Um, they can't focus. Uh, they don't listen. Um, I care more about their success than they do. You know, and there's a million different things. And to be honest, I've never really had a parent like I had one parent recently. Uh, come at me because her son's a liar um <laughs> and like that's great but it also goes to show why their kid's a liar and a cheater you know what i mean but at the same time like that's few and far between so it's usually the kids they just don't like they drive me crazy you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're the best part they're one of the best part of the day 
you know, and then they're some of the least favorite parts of the day, you know, it makes my job difficult. If they were great students, my job wouldn't be difficult. Yeah, I feel like that's every teacher. It is, though. Yeah. yeah. But the the difference is that I come in every day and I'm, I'm still positive. Yeah. And I start every day fresh. And some teachers don't do that. They're just no, miserable. No. I've had day. teachers that are just some of the most miserable people. Yeah. And then I've had some teachers that are some of the best people I've met. Yeah, like so. you come in every day and you give it your best. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next one, buddy. Did you? I forget. Um, I think Number I read this. 20 yet. Does your partner consider themselves more like their mother or their father in terms of personality in what way? This is kind of similar to... Uh, well, we already said this almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you going first, Kyle? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I, I think you are a mixture of both of your parents, to be honest. I am, but I'm definitely um, more one than the other. I think, honestly, you're more your father. No, no you way. You don't think so? No way. My sister's more like my dad. I don't know, man. No, no. My sister's more like my dad in terms of I'm a lot more like my mom in a lot of like how I like live my life and like. Well, that's why I said you're a mixture. My personality. In terms of that, I guess if you're talking about that, then yes, but your mannerisms are a hundred percent your father. You stand the same way. You move don't the same. Say yes, that, you, dude. you do. Don't say that. You stand the same way. You move the same way. How do I stand the same way as my dad? What do you mean by that? You stand there. Well, no one can see it on the podcast here you stand there you spread your legs the same way when you're standing and you put your hands on your hips the same way when we were in binghamton there was this they have this weird little car show thing inside of a mall oh very strange oh yeah oh the car standing there i had to take a picture of it i still have a picture of it it's hysterical (laughs) he's standing there looking into the window admiring these old like collectible cars with his hands on his hips looks just like his father and then your sister will post Snapchat videos on her story of your dad doing something around the house. And I'm just like, that's Steven. That's exactly what he does. Uh, I was saying, subconsciously, your... I'm definitely more my... I always say I'm like 75, my mom, 25, my dad. I say my sister's the opposite. She's probably like 75, my dad, 25% my mom. Mm. Also, appearance looks-wise, I look a lot oh, more you like look my mom way than my more dad. like your mom. But yeah, yeah this is about personality. If yeah. it was appearance-wise, yes, your mom, <laughs> I mean, hands down. Yeah. I don't know, Kyle. Does your partner consider? See, I consider myself more like my mom, though. I have my. Yeah, so I won't get the point for that. Oh, that's hard. well. I I'm like I'm gonna probably mess this mess this up too. Uh, but in terms of you, I know you are like very. And we've already said this kind of carbon copy of your dad. Matt's a lot more like your mom, supposedly. Um, but yeah, so you're more like your dad, uh, and we've already discussed the reasons why. I just feel like stubborn, um, a little hot headed. Um, but you like to do similar things as well. Like your personality, like you like, um, I think you like to fix things if you can. You both like to hunt, like you have similar interests, like, um, yeah, I like to fix things when I can. Problem is most of the time. I think I your dad's way more handyman than you. Oh yeah. I'm not a handyman. Yeah. I, uh, I would love to be, but I'm just not skilled that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, all you're missing Kyle is when we get older, you got to shave all your hair off. That will never happen. I don't have that head shape. <laughs> oh, My dad he... has the right head shape to have a bald head. Your I do dad's not have Mr. That. Clean. Your dad reminds me Mr. Clean, yeah. Uh, no, I would say you're right. Uh, is that. that kind of... Yeah. I hide it better than my dad. Yeah. Well, well, I agree. I think your dad is more, like, outwardly abrupt in that way. But I think you're kind of like your mom. You have a composure of your mom where she's more, like, like, like soft 
exteriorly, like soft and subtle. But I think like your dad shows when you like break that. You oh, almost God, have you, to. F- you tick me off <laughs> even a little <laughs> bit. It's done. No, I know. Then you're like your dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I feel like you're not like your dad externally. Like you guys give me different vibes when I talk to you versus your dad. Oh yeah, that's why a um, lot of people are always very shocked. Yeah, you're like, very. I've had calm. like family members that like will have gone years and years and never seen me like mad or annoyed and then like 20 something years into my life they see it and they're like i would or they hear stories and like i would have never guessed i'm like no i'm just like him but you're you mask it well i just kind of mask it well that's what i mean i think you're you're almost more like your mom on the outside but you're actually your dad yeah yeah i give you the point for that one yeah definitely and that brings us to the final question the final question what purchase is your partner currently considering What's on their wish list? Well, I'm thinking about this first. Mm, I also have to think about this. I don't think I've told you what's been on my. I have something that has been like itching me lately. Hmm. Um, but you is hard. That's hard for you. I don't think we've either talked about like big things that we we want. Also, you do not get any points if you say anything about the wedding, because we all know that's a big expense. He's currently considering <laughs> getting married. <laughs> He could change his mind. Um, what's, hmm. uh, what's on the wish list? This is tough one. I know a while ago you were looking at those DJ courses. Oh, well, I already bought the one. Yeah, I yeah. Was, yeah, I bought I the you one. you bought that already, though. Yeah, I gotta. Speaking of that, I gotta get back on that. I like trying to, trying to like date that one girl. Like totally <laughs> threw me off. I gotta focus on my purpose. Thought that's what you were doing, then you just threw it away. I didn't mean to throw it. It's just so much. There's no time in my day. It's so hard to find time. Hmm. But no, that's I know at one point I think you had mentioned that you were thinking about in the back of your mind like an electric drum kit. I don't know if that ever. Oh, I did, but that was that was pretty low. Like I wouldn't say that's pressing. Yeah, I don't think I know. I don't. I don't think you know because I don't think you never really ever say that you want anything. In retrospect, though, it's because I don't buy anything. Have you ever realized I I buy nothing? Yes, Stephen, I know. We go Black Friday shopping. This is the first year that you actually bought something on Black Friday. We've, been, we've had this tradition for, like, what, eight years now? Uh-huh. We've gone Black Friday, and I think this is the first year that you bought something that wasn't food. Yes. No, I, I swear to God, I buy nothing half the time. Really, I'm, like, a very frugal person. Like, I, Or if I want to buy – there was one time I waited a month to determine if I wanted to buy a $15 tank oh, top. Stephen, I know. you also, Every time we go to the mall and we go to, like, Dick's, you spend an hour looking at the shorts, holding them up, and being like, yep. I don't know. Do I need these? Yeah, I know. I know. And then we just have to walk away for you to get the message of, all right, we're not sitting here anymore. It's, it's not easy, man. And 90% of the time, you don't buy anything. Yeah. Or if you do, you have to have a gift card. So I don't yep. know what you have. So Probably, this, like, some kind of running shoes or something. No, not even that. Wow. So this this has been on my mind forever. Ever, I almost decided to buy it the other day, but it's called Putterball, and it is. What is that? One day it came up on my on as an ad. I don't know if I was looking up something or or like I just saw it, but it's basically a beer pong, but it's they made it into a game where it's golf, and the golf has like the the ten holes, like like it looks like the bowling holes, mm-hmm. like that, like how you arrange a pong yeah. table. And what it does is it comes with seals. So when you get your, you sink your ball in one, you cover the hole. And then they have them on both sides and you verse each other. That's pretty sick. It's so cool. It's like $180. It's outrageous. You could just dig some holes in your backyard. <laughs> but this would be so cool, Kyle, because we could like literally at my place or your place, like just do that and have some drinks. And, like it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So 
it's definitely going to get bought before this summer. I'm putting money on it. I'm, See, we I'm have putting so money much down. room in the fields and stuff over here to play that. No, I know. But you can just do it inside. It's like that not too, that big. Yeah. It's so it's narrow looking, but you can put it up here in the loft. But like yeah. it's it's something that I've been wanting. I just have not pulled the trigger on it. And like, but I don't even think I've told anybody. I'm just like, I want this so bad. And no, fa- I never even heard Facebook of it. Facebook knows it won't leave me alone. It's every time I'm on there, I see a putter ball. <laughs> I'm like, stop. But anyway, Kyle, for you, uh, a purchase you're currently considering what's on your wish list. Um, this is wicked hard. This is tough. I will say that. There's no, uh, I will say there's nothing I'm currently considering purchasing, but there is something that I believe just came out recently that is on my wish list, but I would never actually buy it. Really? Yep. There's no way I'm going to get this. No. It definitely, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get no point on this, but I'm going to go with the overall generality of it is that it's something, uh, by some musician you really like that they, they made up something like Billy Joe had his own guitar. At one point you could buy a replica of or something like that. It's like something along that line where it's like a bit too expensive and you don't need it. But like the irresponsible side of you would buy it if you were actually irresponsible. You know what? I'm going to give you the point on you that think so? because it's close enough because it's actually, so yes, you are right. Billy Joe, I do have his, um, he had the signature line of Epiphone Les Pauls uh-huh. or whatever it was. Was it the Les Pauls? Whatever it was, I have it. Yeah. Uh, I got that. Now he's doing another signature line, but instead of Epiphone, the cheaper ones, it's a full Gibson oh, line really? of his signature guitars and they look so nice and really? there's two different ones and uh they're like twenty two hundred dollars oh so yes standard gibson price probably get to keep it forever I, though uh, yeah well i would uh never actually spend that much on a guitar yeah uh, oh my God. i love playing the guitar but i'm also a financially responsible human and not a professional musician that's also so fair. yeah uh, that's out of the window, but that is something that I would damn kill to have. That thing's also funny that I mentioned Billy Joe on the guitar. That's like pretty close. Yeah, that was very close. That, yeah. was, actually, that was very good. Yeah. More, yeah. more uh, realistically, I guess there is like, I was in the market for a while when we were actually playing in the uh, the band again when we were trying to start that up. I was eyeing a new amp, but uh, oh, I forgot about that. That kind of fizzled out. So when the band fell apart. Yep. So with that, let's get right to the scores. The score. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, what do you got? All right. So since we uh, skipped one question, I'm going to take all their scoring systems and just subtract a point from them. Mm-hmm. So if you or your partner score 15-plus points, you know your partner very well, and if you scored more than 16 and you've been with your partner for less than six months, you're probably a bit intense in your relationship style. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I can't. We've known each other, like, way longer than that. So that's 16 plus, or 15 plus uh-huh. uh, with how we're doing it. 9 to 14 is you know your partner pretty well. Um, maybe the two of you haven't talked much about your childhood maybe, experiences. Yeah, maybe you haven't talked about your childhood experiences, or if you score... Four to eight points, maybe even together a short time. You don't talk to each other much. Essentially don't know each other too well. 
And, very surface uh, level relationship it sounds like yeah and zero to three <laughs> good news is there's lots of room for improvement here <laughs> that's a good way of putting it it's almost like you sat down with a complete stranger at that yes. point <laughs> so with those scores in mind Stephen, i want you to take a guess first who won and what the scores were all right i i think i beat you by like two points or so i think you gave yourself half a point on one though yes so, so i'm gonna say out of 20 points I think if I had to go, I, I'm going to say I got, I think I got, um, oh God, wait, oh my God, what was the last one? We had, I think I got a 14 and I think you might've got an 11.5 or 12. Interestingly enough, you were two points off for both of us. You got a 16. And I got a 13.5. No way. That was close. Yep. So, yep, I guess we all know that uh, Steven knows me better than I know him, man, apparently. <laughs> that is, it must be the case, Kai. I put more, the Kai that doesn't pay attention. As you're t- <laughs> the guy who has ADD, apparently, and can't pay attention, and he's annoying. He won the competition. Well, he remembers all the stuff from our childhood before he uh, had these well, attention you can, problems. Well, you can say one thing about me, Kyle, is that I am extremely, I try my best to be extremely thoughtful despite the, despite the fact that I am kind of a space cadet sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times. A lot but of yes. times. But yeah, but it's clear we're best buddies. I think no one is shocked by that if you know us. Uh, you know, same everything, music taste, sense of humor for the most part. Just, yeah, can talk about anything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so anyway, guys, that's it. That's our Psychology Today test. Uh, if you felt this was a pretty good radar of where you might stand with other people, try out yourself. Um, maybe with your significant other. I know me and Kyle uh, have been meaning to quantify our meaningful relationship for years now. Yep. And yep. that's and that. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Instagram as well, Q&A Podcast. And with that said, I've been Q. I'm A. And we'll see you next time.